بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد عن عبد الله بن عمر رضي الله عنهما أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال من جر ثوبه خيلاء لم ينظر الله إليه يوم القيامة فقال أبو بكر يا رسول الله إن إزاري يسترخي إلا أن أتعاهده فقال له رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إنك لست ممن يفعله خيلاء رواه البخاري رواه مسلم بعده Continuing with the issue or the topic of the lengthening of one's clothing to the point where it goes lower than the ankles Hadith we started the discussion yesterday Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu anhuma says that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that person who lengthens his clothes or whose clothes hang out of pride, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not look at him on the day of judgment. This Allah ta'ala is not looking at him. We clarified and explained yesterday. This refers to he will be deprived of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah's gaze of rahmat, mercy, compassion, forgiveness this person will be deprived of that on the day of judgment whose clothing used to hang beneath his ankles out of pride. Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu becomes very very concerned at this prohibition and he says that O Nabi of Allah I find that verily my izal, izal as we mentioned previously the closest translation, we'll call it loin cloth, or if you want to try and visualize what is the closest to what was izar in the time of Rasulullah wasallam, the closest thing would be our lungi. Today, more common amongst us is the sewn pants. However, the ahkamat of shariat will apply, whether it's your pants, whether it's the lungi, the lower garment, whatever you are wearing. So Abu Bakr ta'ala says that my izar at times drags along, in, in other words onto the ground, inadvertently by mistake, despite me taking precautions, at times my pants drags along the ground, despite the fact that I am extremely cautious about it. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam comforted Abu Bakr. Why is Abu Bakr explaining this? Rasulullah said, Lam yanzurillahu ilayhi yawman qiyamah. Person who does this, allows his clothing to hang beneath his ankles out of pride, Allah will not look at him with mercy on the day of judgment. So Abu Bakr is now concerned. That despite my being very cautious and careful in this regard, inadvertently, this sometimes happens. Will I be deprived of the mercy on the day of Allah Ta'ala on the day of judgment? So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam consoles him, إِنَّكَ لَسْتَ Abu Bakr, you are not amongst the, those. You are not amongst those who are doing this out of pride. In other words, you've taken every precaution possible. So there is no question that you are doing this out of pride. This is happening accidentally inadvertently and as we mentioned many times previously deen is easy ma ja'ala allahu alaykum fi deen min haraj allah ta'ala 
unnecessarily has not made any difficulty whatsoever in deen for you. Deen is deen fitrat. In other words, every aspect of our shariat and deen is in conformance to the nature of insan. From this also we learn an important point that sometimes there may be some, it can arise that there may be some medical necessity. Person needs to cover the lower part of his body. Or that in other words there is some shari'i Islamic recognized uzr. In that instance it will become permissible. Likewise for example the wearing of silk is totally impermissible for males. Yet ulama say if a person may be suffering from some sort of skin ailment as a result of which is forced to wear silk under those circumstances it will become permissible however we should be very very careful of such ahadith in the sense that at times people try to use the words of rasulullah sallallahu for their own benefit for example nabi sallallahu is saying abu bakr you are not doing it out of pride so you'll find today's mashallah 20th century muslim He'll say, it's okay for me also to wear my pants beneath my ankle. Why? I am free of pride. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa excluding of someone shows us the maqam and status of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. It also shows us that from a point of view of wahi, Allah ta'ala has opened on the heart of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that Abu Bakr is free of pride. To use that statement for yourself, this will be the height of foolishness. Nabi Wasallam has the right to exclude whom he wishes. This does not allow others to claim that now he is free of pride. In fact, Ibn Hajar quoted a narration of Ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhuma, abstain from dra- dragging your loincloth because dragging your loincloth, in other words your izar, is due to pride. In Naha Minal Makhila, this very act of allowing your clothing to be beneath your ankles, the act itself is an act of pride. Ibn Hajar quoted Ibn Arabi, Rahimahullah, great scholar of Hadith, that a person claims, I am not doing it out of pride, such a claim will not be accepted. Why? Because the very act of dragging your clothing in itself is a sign of pride and Islam does not allow pride in any form this practice of the clothing hanging beneath the ankles in the time of Rasulullah was something that was already associated with pride so, so the culture of Islam the etiquette of Islam is to distance yourself from anything that has even a sign or an attachment of arrogance and pride associated with it. Why? The hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, مَنْ كَانَ فِي قَلْبِهِ مِثْقَالُ حَبَّةٍ مِّنْ خَرْدَلٍ مِّنْ كِبْرٍ Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that person will never enter Jannah who has even an atom's weight of pride. So anything that is associated with pride, we have to be very, very far away from it. There's one incident mentioned about Malik bin Dinar, rahmatullah alayhi, that once... He saw Yazid bin Abi Muhallaf. Yazid bin Abi Muhallaf was the son of the governor. And Yazid bin Abi Muhallaf was walking in public with his clothing beneath his ankles. So Malik bin Dinar 
simple poor person, Yazid bin Abi Muhallaf, a person enjoying great position and status. Malik bin Dinar sees him with his clothes beneath his ankles. When Rasulullah would see anyone, immediately he would prohibit that person. So in keeping with that, Malik bin Dinar says to him, O Zalim, O Oppressor, what you are doing is a, is a sign of pride. Raise your clothing. Yazid bin Abi Muhallaf becomes upset at this reprimand of Malik bin Dinar. Why? Because he considers Malik bin Dinar to be somebody of a lower station than him in life. So he says, don't you realize who I am? Awalam ta'arifni. I am the son of the governor. I am a ruler. I am from the ruling class. I am from a high pedigree. And you are reprimanding me. Do you not realize who I am? So these were what we call Allah wala, people whose hearts were connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were not deterred by such statements. Awalam ta'arifni. Do you not recognize who I am? He said, yes. Awaluka nutfatun abira. He said, you are speaking of your reality. Your reality is that you were a drop of sperm at one time. And you are going to become a dead corpse. In between you are a vessel that transports impurities. When the truth was presented, and even the rulers of that time, Malik bin Yazid bin Abi Muhallaf, when he hears this response, he says, Anta araftani haqq. Anta araftani haqq. You have recognized my reality. And that is our reality. You were once a drop of sperm, eventually you'll become a dead corpse. So how can you be even close to something that is associated with pride? But particularly, particularly when we find the wording of the ahadith, the extent of warning, the extent of Allah Ta'ala's punishment that is attached to this practice of allowing your clothing to hang beneath the ankles. To claim I'm not doing it out of pride, as we can see from the ulama of Islam, they've explained that this is, will not carry much weight. We have to distance ourselves from such a practice. And Abi Hurairat radiallahu anhu anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qal, la yanzurullahu yawm al-qiyama ila man jarra izarahu batara muttafaqun alayhi. Similar meaning in the hadith of Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu, the one hadith we discussed already, Ibn Umar is the narrator radiallahu anhuma. Now Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu also narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu said, Allah will not look on the day of judgment, in other words, a gaze of mercy. And that person who hanged his clothing, whose clothing was lengthened out of pride. Now this expression, there is a technicality which ulama explained. They say, you have something that is, you have different types of clauses. In English also, in Arabic also. When sometimes a practice is associated with a clause, a qualifying clause. Now when it comes to a qualifying clause, sometimes it is what we call qaid waqi'i, an actual clause. And sometimes it is what is called qaid ihtirazi, in other words, it is a qualifying clause. This expression, batara, out of pride, in this context is an actual clause. It's not a qualifying clause. Now what this means, understand it by way of examples. Other ahadiths we find, Allah Ta'ala has prohibited you from killing your children 
out of the fear of poverty. Do not kill your children out of the fear of poverty. This was a pagan practice which today, under the fancy term of abortion and so on, same thing happens, unfortunately, where children are being killed out of the fear of poverty. Now if somebody comes across, comes now we find that this clause, out of the fear of poverty, is an actual clause, it's not a qualifying clause. So if somebody says that, you know what, I don't have fear of poverty, so I can kill my children. Obviously it will be said by the prohibition is not determined from the clause. The clause is by the way. The very act of killing one's children had become associated with the fear of poverty. So even if there is no fear of poverty, this will not become permissible. In the same way, the act of lengthening your clothing has become associated with pride. Now to claim I'm doing it not out of pride will not make it permissible. Abi Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala anhu anin nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal ma asfal minal ka'bain minal izar fafinnar rawal Bukhari. We find the first two ahadith, two interesting things. The first two ahadith that we mentioned, one is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Allah will not look at the person on the day of judgment who does this out of pride. Two things are mentioned. One is out of pride. Secondly, lengthens his clothing. How long, what is allowed, what is not allowed is not mentioned in those ahadiths. And the clause is mentioned out of pride. In this hadith, out of pride is not mentioned. Nabi Salaam says, anything of your clothing, anything of your clothing, ma, anything of your clothing, asfal min al-ka'bain, that is beneath the ankles, min al-izar, of your pants or your loincloth, fafinnar, it is in Jahannam. Here, pride is not mentioned. So we see the very act itself is prohibited. So don't fall into this trap of saying, I'm not doing it out of pride, so it is okay. The reason we are devoting so much of detail to this, on the one hand, there are so many ahadith where Rasulullah has prohibited this, reported from many, many sahaba. This was something that used to upset Nabi Abbaq so, it's very, very important, we as adherents of sunnah, if this has become the norm and the practice, our pants, our clothing, etc. is too long, don't find it difficult. Take the little bit of step. Take the step, initially it may be...